The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's going on? Hey, happy Friday. Um, Friday's not up to the best of starts, you know. Uh, uh, you know, my, my my wife made me a smoothie for breakfast, and like I put it down on on the floor, and of course knocked it all over the place. Oh. So I, I spent my morning cleaning um, chocolate smoothie uh, off of a carpet, um, and that is not a euphemism. That is not a euphemism. It, sh- it shouldn't be a good euphemism either. I don't think. Yeah. What's going on, Sex Panther? Hopefully your morning's better. Oh, my morning is slightly better. I'm once again, doing the podcast from home, kind of digging this thing. No Rosie Robot, any of that. And then I get the privilege of doing this podcast every day with Mr. Arch Stanton and the white Stephen A. Smith of podcasting, uh, one Max, Mo- Max Morvlock. Excuse you get that me? Reference? <laughs> you get the reference? No, what, what, what did I say? It's not anything you said. It's leading into something that was said after the Cowboys were bounced from the playoffs. Amari Cooper called Dak Prescott the white or the black Kirk Cousins. (laughs) 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 I was like, man, making a reference compared to Kirk Cousins can't go over well, and I'm sure Max has a thought on this. Well, I have a couple thoughts. First off, I wish I was the white Stephen A. Smith because then I would have a lot of money um, for for doing not much for the industry as a whole and just for saying a bunch of stupid stuff. Uh, right now, I have a little money for doing that, but if I was Stephen A. Smith, I would have a lot of money for for just kind of shooting my mouth off. Uh, I find I find that. Um, Hilarious that Amari Cooper would say that, but I, I don't think that that's uh, a reality here. Uh, I mean, that team was falling apart in that second half of the season. Uh, that That's not all on Dak right there. Um, whereas you can kind of pinpoint most of uh, Minnesota's uh, misery to uh, to Kirk Cousins. So, uh, no, I, I, I think Dak's a way better quarterback than Kirk Cousins. I mean, we put Dak in top 10, Kirk is 15th, right? So, I mean, <laughs> there's no comparison there. No, no, no. Totally different players. Well, we're not going to talk about the NFL today, are we? 
<laughs> I'm not putting Kirk below Derek Carr, but <laughs> oh, we got bigger news, right? Right. Max, play ball. It's, it's amazing. You know, it's funny, too. Is, uh, um, I, I, was, uh, I was with my grandmother yesterday, who's a huge Mets fan. And uh, she was. She, I went over to her house, and she was watching, like, a classic Mets game. Just an old Mets game, because that's how she just loves the Mets. And so she was watching old baseball, and she's just kind of, like, grumbling about how there's no baseball. And, and when you're 96 years old, you can grumble about fucking anything you want, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to care. But as, as I'm with her, my dad uh, texts me saying that baseball's back, and I let her know. And she's the fucking biggest smile on her face uh, and a full 162 games. Uh, they're expediting uh, uh, spring training, so I guess that's kicking off like this weekend. <laughs> Everyone's reporting and stuff this weekend. A um, couple rules, uh, I guess, not changed. Well, some rule changes, but they got rid of the seven inning uh, doubleheaders. Back to back to the you know basics of of pre pandemic. They got rid of the extra base runner, and that one that one to me was the biggest one, right? That extra base runner. I fucking hated that shit. Yeah. I mean, the seven the seven inning doubleheaders, you almost kind of get it where it's like, all right, you know, two games in one day, whatever. I didn't love it, but I hated that fucking second base runner in, in extra innings. So I'm glad they got rid of that. Uh, where do they sit on the shift? They, 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 did they ban the shift? They did ban the shift. They did ban the shift. So the shift is gone. No more shifting. Can't show. Joey Gallo will hit 400 this year. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Um, uh, and, and pitcher clock, speed, uh, pitcher speed clock. They, they didn't do that, right? I did not read anything on, on I didn't a speed see clock. Anything coming through. Yeah, I, I think I think they uh, they agreed to not put in the pitcher speed clock, which is, is fascinating, though, because if you've seen what the results are in the minor leagues by having a, a pitch clock, game's down about 25 minutes. Just, just saying. Uh, they, they, and, and, and uh, you know, the the... Since I think 2015 or 2016 or whatever it is, like the games have jumped about 25 minutes. So all you're basically doing is trying to get back to like right. six years ago right. by by putting in a pit. Uh, so I'm glad they didn't do that. I think that's stupid. If you're going to get like balls and strikes or whatever, you know, for for fucking delay of game, I think that's stupid. But I mean, they they. I, I think they need to do something to kind of fucking speed up this game. I, I, I don't have the answer to it. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, remove the shift so the more players are on base. That'll speed things up, right? Uh, possibly. Uh, and then I, I don't know if this was a change. I can't remember what it was last year, but what, six playoff teams on each side in each uh, conference? So 12, 12 teams in the playoffs. Uh, I'm okay with this. I don't know what the the outlier is. Are those uh, – is that three game series for the the first set and seeds one and two just sit out? What what are they doing there? I haven't seen. I, I don't think I don't think they got specifics on that just yet. They I think they just announced that it's just going to be twelve uh, teams, which they I believe the, one of the proposals was to go to sixteen, like to to do like a bracket, like you know have have eight and eight. I think that was the original proposal, and and um. At that point, I mean, I know basketball does that. I know hockey does it. And now basketball does even more, right? Basketball's got fucking 20 teams getting in. Um, I, 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 I don't love it. I, I, I don't know, man. This, this is going to make things even less competitive, I think, right? Having 12 teams in. Yeah, that la- yeah it, it will. And that last month of baseball is so exciting. When it's just everyone's coming down the stretch and trying to figure out, you know, who, who's going who's gonna to sneak in. But yeah, it, it kind of really diminishes the regular season again. 
why I think it also makes the July trade deadline a little bit interesting because it usually, you know, with, with the way it used to be, it was pretty clear if you were in, if you were a contender or if you were, you know, going to sell and, and uh, build for next season. But now when you start adding extra playoff spots, maybe it's not so clear, like, Hey, maybe we're still in this thing. So I think maybe they're just trying to keep more teams in it and keep them from selling uh, I face that like in the, my, the fantasy sports that I do, uh, we get teams to sell off and things. So if we can get more teams active and competing towards the end of the season, I'm all for it. Let's see here. The Apparently, the new CBA includes a 45-day window for the MLB to further uh, to implement further rule changes, including the pitch clock and larger bases. But these wouldn't take effect until the 2023 season. Okay, so it's, it's basically... Um... I don't know. It's like well, we we need baseball because there's too much money at stake here. So let's agree to disagree on these things and put a pin in it, and we can fucking argue about this a year from now. That's basically it, right? I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, I, listen. The, the, the I think baseball is a sport where the players necessarily don't have all the power. You, you know, I I, I really? feel the I feel like other sports the players have a little bit more power than in baseball. Uh, baseball is is man that ownership group is, is fucking vicious there's only one but there's only one group of players that would tank their whole season to get what they want and and, and not play a championship and that's baseball no, fair point fair point and then I, I i totally agree it's just you know there's so much money here though at stake and i think they all realize that like the pandemic destroyed us we're still trying to recover financially from the pandemic players and owners, and they could not afford to miss a game of baseball this year. Mm-hmm. I think they all yeah. saw that. And uh, even though the players weren't like happy with, with a lot of the fucking things. And that's why I think, you know, there's going to be a battle for another day. They need to get fucking revenue like immediately out of the gate. They need to get revenue. And the, the fact that they even fucking delayed it and bullshitted this long, th- that should have been the fucking agreement from, from day one is like, uh yeah how about we just kind of uh kind of just extend the current cba for a year like i honestly in negotiation i would have just did that let's just fucking extend it for another year because we need goddamn revenue we can't we can't go through a season missing any games right now think of 2020 i think of the clusterfuck that was 2020 and then last year like you started to see people coming back to games started to see it you can't you couldn't afford to fucking do it so i mean i i, I think Ultimately, baseball uh, ownership, the Major League Baseball, will get its way. I do think we'll see slightly bigger bases, which could be fun from a base stealing standpoint, right? Maybe uh, more people will be aggressive in, in stealing bases. Maybe you see less outs at first base. I don't know. Um, I think they experimented the same thing. They experimented that within in the minors. The, the, the pitch clock thing still bothers me, though. I, I, I don't know if I can get on board with that. I mean, it just depends on what the clock is. If it, it feels like the pitcher's being rushed... I don't like it, but if it's you know if it's an adequate amount of time, sometimes these pitchers stand up there way too long. They're kicking the dirt away from the the mound, and they're shaking off signs, and they step off the mound. It's like, come on, just throw the fucking ball. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just scanning through. Yeah, there's apparently this is a, a joint committee of I would assume players and owners who are going to discuss all the new rule change rule changes coming down, but they only, apparently they only have 45 days to do it. Why don't they have a built in like automatic contract extension? If we don't have a new one, the current one just rolls over to the next season. Uh, You know, I mean, wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. 
to, to just, again, you, I, I just keep going uh, through this is just, you know, I get that you, you, you guys can't agree on this thing. And ultimately maybe, you know, they're, they're maybe, maybe there has to be an impasse to kind of get things through, but it's like, you know, no, no one wants to miss baseball games, right? No one, no one wants there to, to be this loss of revenue. The players don't, you know, and, and it's not like, you know, what are, what are the players to gain here? I mean, if if you look at the old guard who are fighting this, especially the pitch clocks and stuff like that, they've made their fucking money already. So are, are you saying that they're fighting for the fucking younger players, if you will? It's like, oh well, we we you know we we can't have pitchers getting less salary. The fucking owners are gonna like a pitcher is gonna get fucking money. It's gonna it's gonna happen. If you're good, you're gonna get money. That's as simple as that. Are you saying that by changing these rules, people will be less good? Bigger bases will make you less good. I guess so. I guess uh, you know more base runners. Your, your fucking stats just are going to be. I you know if 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 uh, if I'm a uh, if I'm representing a ball player, I'm using all those rule changes. I'm I'm, I'm digging up the fucking craziest statistics. It's like well you know if if you uh, it's a kind of like movie box office. Well you know if 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 if, if this was in 1994, this would have been the biggest movie of all time. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying if, if if we didn't have bigger bases, look, the, you know, 65 percent of these hits wouldn't have been hits. So I mean, my pitcher's good. In this new era of baseball with these new rules, my pitcher's the best pitcher since since fucking uh, you know Roger Clemens pre uh, you know pre and post uh, steroids. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, a couple well, of in- interesting little tidbits coming out of this potential new rule changes that this committee is going to talk about. Additional advertising on uh, patches on jerseys and helmets. <laughs> they're going to they're going to put them up like NASCARs now, just to slap them, advertisements on the players directly. Well, that's okay. They need the extra revenue to pay for the, the additional money that the players want. <laughs> um, there was also talk of an international draft. So, I think that was part of the 45-day postponement, yeah, too. Is, yeah, yeah. A hard yeah. draft for anybody who's at least 16 years old outside of the United States, Puerto Rico, and Canada. That's interesting. Because, correct you used to sign just foreign players as, like, free agents, right? Your scouting team would say, this guy's great, you'd sign him as free agent, that would be it? Whoever paid the most money. Whoever paid the most money. You got to right. remember, like some of these guys had, like in, in Japan, some of you had the, the, those uh, the signing bonuses, and you had to buy people out of their contracts and stuff like that. It was just like you know, in, in, in Cuba, it was just like yeah, same thing. Whoever put up the biggest amount of money to get a player would be able to sign them, right? Or if you could smuggle them out, <laughs> Cuba or whatever. But but yeah, with that, I still don't know how that works though. With you know, take. Japanese players, for example, okay, they can enter the draft or whatever, but if they're under contract with the Japanese league, do you still have to buy them out or is there still a, a bidding procedure? It's it's interesting how this will – I understand how they didn't come to terms because I think there's so many different outliers that you can't really um, come to – it wasn't one of those – things that had to be ironed out here to get the guys on the field. Right. But I mean, I have a hard time believing the Japanese major leagues are being like, oh, shucks, the Yankees drafted you. I guess we lost, you know, I guess we lost this guy with no compensation. I still think you're going to have to buy him out of the contract. You're going to have to pay someone. Yeah, you're going to have to pay another league. If, if, But I'm just saying if it's some rando, you know, uh, free agent Cuban guy that's playing in, you know, whatever Cuban league, I think now that they're saying that that person could be drafted, 
you know, I I wonder, you know, I wonder if there's other major league uh, players that, you know, could go into this, like they can declare themselves for the international draft. Is that how it would work? Maybe they would just kind of like, you know, and then if if they are drafted and they they have a contract with a a current team, maybe that's when the negotiations start. But you don't even declare for the baseball draft, do you? You just get drafted. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You just get drafted. There's high school guys that are like, oh, wow, I got drafted, right? I got drafted. Yeah, Yeah. no. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no, there's no like uh, repercussions of being drafted with the NCAA status, right? I no, mean, no, I don't like think so. in other sports there are. Once you hire that agent, will, yeah. that's when it's over. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need an agent though, Max, to talk about all the advertisers that are making a run at us. Did, did you see that? Another like I, I I'm gonna I have my work cut out for me. I, I didn't see what they were trying to get us to shill, so I don't know. I, mean, I don't know either, but I mean, they they offered money. Oh, what are we shilling today? What are we shilling today? Uh, how about we talk about DGen gear? How about we shill our own stuff? Mm. Why not? Uh, got lots of great stuff to celebrate the baseball season, including the Bubble Champ shirt. That's right, you could be a Bubble Champ, just like a certain Los Angeles team, or two Los Angeles teams were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, head over to AbsoluteGenesis.com. You click on our little DGen shop icon. Uh, I think they're running some kind of promotion over there, too, so you can probably save a couple bucks here and there, don't you know? But yeah, this is listen. I mean, you, you buy your 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 absolute DJ drip. I still haven't seen a lot of people like jumping on the 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 moneyline mafia gear, Panther. I don't. You gotta get people buying that stuff. I gotta maybe I gotta start moneyline some plays. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I moneyline every single play in the NBA. I'm 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 still not part of the moneyline mafia. But you could be part of the moneyline mafia if you buy that shirt, buy that hat, buy all of our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full DJ. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. All right, NBA, what have you got? Oh, boy. Uh, there's a lot of games today. I guess there's only a few, two yesterday. Um, I want to start off with this Minnesota and Orlando game. T-Wolves, they've won six games in a row, sitting only a couple games out of that play-in uh, spot in the playoffs. They, they can actually jump up into the sixth seed, which, you know, is something that I'm hoping for. <laughs> You're rooting for Saxy not to win money. That's her fault. They've also won three ga- uh, road games in a row, and so they're edging ever so closer to being 500 on the road this year. Uh, t- taking uh, on a Magic team that uh, has actually played pretty—I won't say pretty well—they've played better since Markel Fultz has returned to their lineup. Uh, they're coming off of a very good win over the Pelicans just two nights ago. But listen, they're 17 and 50 on the season. They, they're seven and 23 at home this year. And T Wolves, uh, I mean, you look at the difference this year in previous years. And it's defense. 
They are eighth in defensive efficiency this season. They are holding their opponents to 46% effective field goal percentage over their last three games. Orlando is the third worst shooting team in the league. And I think if Minnesota just clamps down on defense, it's going to be a decisive win. So a $10 money line bet on Maxi's Minnesota Timberwolves. I hope they win another one. I hope they win more, several more, tons more games, Minnesota. <laughs> and this is one of the games that I'm on. You know, you talk about their defense, but their offense isn't too shabby either. In their last five games, they've scored no less than 124 points in each of those games. The Magic really are just about a 100-point team. They, they've got a very limited ceiling. They don't have any real offensive shooters uh, that can carry the team. So I'm with you. I think Minnesota goes in here and handles this uh, pretty decisively. The seven and a half is manageable. So I am putting 10 bucks on the T-Wolves as well. Man, I'm, I'm leaning the T-Wolves here. It's not a game I was really zeroed in on too much, but look at the line movement. For the, it looks like you guys are on the right side. It's already ticking up to eight at some places, up from seven. So good job. All right. Uh, last one up for me. Let's suck this uh, Charlotte and New Orleans game. Uh, Pelicans, there has been a Zion sighting. And surprisingly, he's he's trimmer than expected. So maybe he's just been hiding the last few months away from the team so he could shed a few pounds before emerging again. Now, while he's been sighted, he's, he's, he's not actually going to resume basketball activities until tomorrow. So he's not going to be in today's game. A couple other players out for the Pelicans. Uh, no CJ McCollum. He's in uh, COVID protocols. I didn't even know they still had those. I saw the NFL just Scrap those altogether. There's no NFL COVID protocols anymore. So I'm surprised the NBA still has them. But he's in them. He's he's in these protocols, so he's out. Uh, Brandon Ingram also out today. So I think that puts a ton of pressure on uh, Valanchunas to be the man. He, he had a pretty good game his last go out. So you're looking at this and all these injuries, all these people. It's time to fade the Pelicans, right? Well, maybe, probably, but I just don't like this Charlotte team either especially them on the road, not shooting well. Remember, this was a hot shooting team earlier in the season, and they just they got cold and they have not been able to recover since then. But even worse for them, they used to be one of the best teams with avoiding turnovers, and now that's kind of flipped the switch. They're turning the ball over. I just feel that whatever discipline, whatever patience they had earlier in the season, that's kind of gone. They are forcing up shots. They're forcing bad passes. I, this is a team, uh, you know, I know that they're without Gordon Hayward, but he wasn't like the man out there. This, this is a team that just needs to fucking settle down and go back to what was do, doing uh, winning basketball er, earlier in the season. Um, and I, I think that I think they could get the win today, but all the values on New Orleans here. So ten dollar money line bet on the Pelicans. I gave this one a good look. I thought it was bettable with all these injuries. Gordon Hayward, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. I don't know where the scoring comes from. The best player on the floor is going to be LaMelo Ball. And and he'll get his numbers, but he's just not getting enough help. New Orleans, you know, you saw what happens without Brandon Ingram out there. They lost to freaking Orlando um, at home, of all things. So it's hard to really get behind a Pelican team that doesn't have their two best players. I'll lean Charlotte, but I don't want anything to do with this game. I like Charlotte today. I'm going to, unfortunately I'm going against max here. Uh, I think the Hornets minus two is the play. Uh, yeah. The line shift blew me away when I saw it. I was really thinking, <laughs> I don't know what to make of a five point shift so far. Uh, give me the Hornets minus two for 10 bucks against the, against the uh, Pelicans. That was the CJ McCollum. That was it. Uh, CJ McCollum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's coming off a 32 point game, and he's he's actually mm. been shooting the ball really well. So when, once McCollum was out, that that line uh, did a complete shift. Um, so now you're eating some money on Charlotte. If you could have got it earlier, yeah, you yeah, probably, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. But but listen, I, you know, uh, 
you shouldn't be afraid about uh, being on the opposite side of me in the NBA. You do realize that that we've crossed the second half of the season. Oh yes, that's right. We're, we're into the second half. We so cross the Rubicon. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my, my bets will be uh, few and far between. And with that said, that is it for me today in the NBA. Oh man, I got three more. Let's uh, let's rip the bandaid off, Max. Take a look at the Detroit Pistons going to Boston. Look, we know Detroit's not very good, but if you look at their recency, they're playing really competitive. They're not getting blown out. They've won three of their last four. Uh, almost, they, they cost me that fucking parlay the other day <laughs> by one point against the Bulls. Going against a Boston team that I honestly didn't think they had this in them. You know, a couple months ago, I thought Boston was a play-in team. They weren't playing inspiring basketball. And now, they I mean, just for the last month and a half, they've looked like one of the teams to beat. They're obviously really good at home. They've won four in a row. There's no doubt in my mind Boston wins here. But 13 and a half just feels like way too many points the way the Pistons have been playing. I know they're banged up. They're missing a bunch of players, but they've got Cade Cunningham, and that will be enough to keep them within two touchdowns. Ten bucks on the Pistons. I'm in Jersey. I can get you 14. Mm. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm moral support here. I think uh, I think Detroit's going to keep this uh, much closer. You got to remember, right before the All Star break, it was that Detroit Pistons team that broke the the Celtics winning streak. Uh, play this Boston team kind of tough, and and you know I know uh, D- Daniel Thice is a much better fit in that front court here, but I still think Detroit has a little bit of an edge where I think they could uh, push Boston around down low. Uh, Jason Tatum, of course, playing at MVP level, and that's that's been a huge fucking part of this. Is he's, he's gone into like Kobe mode right now. So just stay out of Denver, uh, Colorado, right? Yeah, just stay out of Colorado, uh, Tatum. Don't 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 visit any resorts there. Uh, we don't want you to go full Kobe mode, if you know what I mean. Um, stay out of helicopters, too. Don't do that. Uh, I love the uh, Pistons here, but I, could, I couldn't bet against my boys here. So just a moral support lean on Detroit. Yeah, Panther, uh, this is my only other game I'm betting, and I agree with you 100%. Pistons plus 13 and a half or plus 14. Seems like too many points. Uh, I have no doubt the Celtics win, but man, that seems like way too much. I mean, everything has to go perfectly, and it probably will for Boston. But fuck it. Pistons plus 13 and a half, 10 bucks. I love 14. those fucking 14. plays. 14. I'll catch 14. Go. <laughs> Uh, let's take a look at the Dallas Mavericks going to Houston, you know, in a little in-state rival, I guess. I don't know if there's really much of a rivalry here. Luca will play, but he's going to be missing a lot of help. About five players listed on the injury report. Now, three of them are day-to-day, so maybe like Finney Smith and Brunson suit up and play. I'm not real sure. Going against a Houston team, I mean, they're not real good. We know, we know this, but they've been really good decent better than decent at home they beat the lakers they beat memphis they went to overtime against utah they're playing much better at home this is one of those situations again where i don't think houston you know dallas lose this game but houston should be able to keep it within 10 and a half so that's what i'm doing again taking the points to put 10 bucks on the missiles you realize that you're going to lose one of those right it's it's uh, you're not going to hit both detroit and houston this is not going to happen like I mean, it's in the second half of the season where where the favorites will will you know it's come out and like blow a team out by like thirty fucking points here. But I I don't I don't know. Maybe you do win this one as well because I was almost close to money lining Houston here. Like I don't have them winning, but I have this within two points. Whoa. I think Houston. I I think Houston can keep this close with Dallas here. I. 
honestly, I, I think, you know, uh, Dallas uh, could take their, uh, you know, foot off the pedal or Luca might just, you know, decide to uh, take a night off or whatever. And, and Houston could shock them here. If, if, if I was circling one potential shocker here today, probably be this one. So, yeah, more support lean on the missiles with you. Yeah, I'm leaving the missiles here too. I liked the uh, I like the the Pistons game a little bit more than this one, and I was not going to take two <laughs> two massive underdogs here. So leaving the Rockets. I don't know if it's gambler's fallacy or not, but I, I, as soon as Panther said he's taking two big uh, uh, dogs with points, I was like, oh, he's going to lose one of those. Yeah, and I'm hoping I, I know. I mean, I already know which one he's going to lose now. <laughs> Uh, one more game. Let's look at Toronto going to Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix still without Chris Paul. They did get Devin Booker back, as I predicted, against Miami and uh, took Miami to the woodshed on their home home court. They're coming back off of a three-game road trip. And uh, look, 28-7 at home. It's really hard to bet against Phoenix when they're at home, even without Chris Paul. Uh, Toronto has not been playing very well. They've lost three of their last four and against not very good competition. They lost to Detroit. They lost Orlando. Uh, they lost to Cleveland. And they beat San Antonio. Whoopi Kaye. Uh, I don't know what's going on with this line. I had it six. Now I'm seeing five and a half. So uh, maybe I'm on the wrong side. Maybe it's a trap. I haven't been in a trap for a while. So let's try one. Let's put 10 bucks on the Suns. I mean, at least you're eating some chalk, and that makes me happy. Chalk, chalk Panthers <laughs> got to eat a little bit of chalk here uh, to balance out uh, the, those dog plays. Uh, I, I mean, I think Phoenix wins this one. I am a little bit freaked out by the line movement as well. We'll see maybe what's going on there. Uh, I, you know, again, Phoenix should win this one. I kind of like Toronto with the points here. A lean on the Raptors getting those points. Man, yeah, uh, lean hard lean on the Raptors here. I did not see this line movement. <laughs> makes me think the Raptors are probably the play. I don't know why. Uh, that's all I got for the association. Let's shoot over to the ice. Max, what do you got? All right. Hey, let's talk about uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I bet on them yesterday to avoid losing two in a row against shitty teams. And guess what they did? They ended up losing two in a row to shitty teams. Hmm. Now they're heading to Pittsburgh, um, a not-so-shitty team. In fact, what we would call a good team, Panther, would we call Pittsburgh a good team? I think they're a pretty good team. Pretty good team, yeah. Uh, Penguins, uh, they've had just a rough schedule as of late. Listen, when you have to play Tampa, Carolina, and Florida all in a row, that's going to take a fucking toll on you. Uh, Pittsburgh going to look to bounce back from losing their last two games against a Vegas team that's 4-7-1 and one over their last 12 games. Uh, Sabres yesterday, you know, they, they had something to play for, right? You got Jack Eichel that returned home. They booed the shit out of him. Uh, Buffalo got the win. And if you look at Eichel, though, if... This is going to sound like a weird thing to say, Panther. If the Golden Knights make the playoffs, if I know, the Golden right? Knights make the playoffs, uh, Jack Eichel, I think, is going to be a huge, uh, you know, part of of them making a run this year. The, the, we know the main issue with Vegas, though, right? Is their goalie issues, and with uh, Robin Lehner injured right now, that's even worse because Brissat got the start yesterday, which means they're going to go with third stringer Logan Thompson in goal tonight. Uh, Tristan Jerry is slated. I, he hasn't he hasn't been confirmed, but I believe Tristan Jerry should get the nod for the Penguins today. I think Pittsburgh gets it done tonight. Ten dollar bet on Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're talking about the defensive issues for Vegas, but they've got offensive problems as well. They've scored two or less goals in four of their last five games against you know stalwarts like Ottawa, Philadelphia, and Buffalo. That that's not getting it done. Going against a Pittsburgh team that's pretty solid offensively and defensively. Yeah, they've lost two in a row, but they've had three days now to lick their chops. They're staying at home. 
They've not been great at home, right? Only 15 and 14 at home, but against this Vegas team that I've not been sold on for a while now. I think Pittsburgh is the play. I'm on this one as well. 10 bucks on the Penguins. Yeah, it's hard to argue. It does look like the Penguins are probably the play. I mean, what, what minus 134 is where it opened, minus 160 now, minus 175. It's it's yeah, it's it's getting out of my comfort zone of of being able to bet this from an implied probability, but I just keep thinking of that goal the, the goalie situation is 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 what's doing this for Vegas. I mean, with that, I mean, we'd say Laner is a good enough goalie, right Panther? <laughs> um and they don't even have him. Oh. So, that's the issue. I hope uh I hope Kevin Durant reaches out to Jack Eichel. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell him how to how to uh, handle all the booze, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons too. Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh right, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was uh, escorted away uh, yesterday in in a, in a van uh, to protect him from booing fans. So Oof, we, we didn't even we didn't even talk about that because there's so much baseball to talk about. But man, the fucking Nets beat the shit out of the Sixers last night. Woo. They went from they went from booing Ben Simmons to booing the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, that's James Harden. I remember him. I remember him from his Houston days. Yeah. Uh, last one up for me, Winnipeg Jets and the New York Islanders. Uh, Jets beat the Devils last night, turning right around, taking on the Islanders tonight. Uh, New York coming off a fucking impressive win over the Blue Jackets yesterday. But did they save any offense for today? I mean, six goals was probably the most amount of goals they put up, like, combined all season. I I, I saw that Connor Hellebuyuk is confirmed to start for Winnipeg today and I'm, I'm not actually sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing we know he is a top goalie in this league but he's been bad away from home this year and as of late he's slumping uh just overall so I think part of that is because the Jets overall defense not good in front of him like they're, they're just letting fucking <laughs> shots on goal uh Islanders you know they've actually done quite well at home this season when they're listed as the favorite and shockingly they are listed as a favorite today yet I I my trust is in Helbiuk to kind of bounce back get out of his slump it's not gonna last all season like this guy is too fucking good for him to be playing this bad I think he gets it done today I think Winnipeg wins two in a row ten dollar bet on the Jets yeah, I gave this game a look, but I honestly can't get to a side. I think it's a coin flip game. Winnipeg's not great on the road. New York's, I mean, just a so-so at home. This is their fifth game of a homestand, and they're only two and two uh, in the previous four games. Uh, so I, I just, I couldn't get a feel for this game. I'll lean Winnipeg just because of that plus line, but I really don't like this game at all. Yeah, it's it looks to me like Winnipeg should win the game, but Winnipeg should win a lot of games. So I, I, that's where I would go. I would go with Winnipeg, but this is a tough one. I mean, with plus one hundred five, I was like, I yeah. I have to do it. I have to get a little. I mean, bit they've of got more than fifty one percent, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I have them fifty seven. Like, I mean, I, I have it this and and you know, I, I'm. I'd like to see where the money uh, in public changed this line throughout the day because I think the early betters were on the Jets, so I'd be surprised if this line stays as a plus line. By by, uh, I, my my point is like bet the Jets now if you want a plus line. I don't think it's going to be there later on in the day. Yeah, DraftKings has got it at a minus line according to Action. I don't believe that at all. I, okay. I, I don't. I don't. I don't believe. I mean, come on. Has Action really? I, like, can, I, mean, I can look at the. Site. so could i i just i don't have my, i i keep my phone away from me ever since we got that feedback so my phone's <laughs> on the other side of the room so i can't check my DraftKings app. uh that is it for me panther what else you got i just got one game that i want to look at i'm not on a side we're gonna look at the total but washington at vancouver 
Um, both these teams are putting up decent numbers as far as goals for, but their goals against have been astronomically high. You look at Vancouver. I mean, they won five to three, six to four, four to three, lost seven to two, won five to two. They're, we're looking at totals of eight, 10, seven, nine, seven. These are really, really high numbers for hockey. Washington, same boat, seven, nine, seven, eight. Uh, I'm looking at the total here. They got it at six. Neither one of them playing really a lick of defense. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the over six. Love that play. Love that play. I, that's uh, c- combined on the day. That is my highest total as well. Mm. So I have this going over six for sure. Um, I, I, I like that play a lot. I'm looking here. Uh, yeah, it's scanning the stats. It's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. I, I think the over probably does hit. Cool, cool. That is all I have. Yeah, that's bullshit. I looked on the odds jam. It's bullshit. <laughs> I, I, I know it was bullshit. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Uh, the best of the New York Islanders line right now looks like about minus one fifteen. Yeah, again, I I don't know if you're gonna get a plus line on the Jets uh, by by you know, but uh, by the time that this game kicks off, I think you'll probably be maybe you'll get plus one hundred, but I, I don't maybe I don't know. I think it's gonna shift. All right, couple comments. Big Daddy says, stay away from the chopper. Get to the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> Iceberg wants the Penguins money line. He also took that's Pitt- a KOD. Yeah, took Pittsburgh <laughs> minus one and a half as well at one sixty-five. Wow! And the public iceberg wants us to know is on the Islanders. Oh well, then take the Jets. Take the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about baseball being back. We talked about potential rule changes, and we discussed <laughs> uh, how drafts and free agents work in baseball. Apparently, and we talked about the NBA and NHL. Max, that's it. You know, we talked about baseball, but we didn't talk about the most important part about baseball being back is that we'll actually have a show to, to in, the, in the next couple of months. I was looking months. forward to a hiatus. I was looking forward to taking you're, you're look, Another one? Another pandemic uh, yeah. hiatus again? You want that? You know, when, when our numbers are doing well, people are actually listening, engaged, uh, joining our Patreon, like paying money to hang out with us on Patreon. You wanted to take a hiatus? I did. Great. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> Download the DJs app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picture. Picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please highest rate and comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Join our Patreon. This fucking book club is so much fun to hang out in and get some uh, get some extra picks that we don't mention on the show. And people make money on tennis. Fucking tennis. God damn it. Anyway, Panther, take us home. Yeah, with tennis and now basketball really starts to pick up starting today. A lot of plays. I'm going to post some plays in there, so get in there and check it out. Let's get out of here with the Panther Parlay. Yesterday, not so good. Maybe we'll do a little bit better today. I like those Minnesota Timberwolves, Detroit with those points, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. We'll put those three together. That'll be your Panther Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.